Yes, good morning. This is Winners on this Saturday, the 26th of August. Good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. The captain, David Taggart, will be joining us with Mickey Gannon live from Sydney to go through the first hour as we take a close look at San Domenico Day there at Rose Hill where we've got some nice three-year-olds having their first runs this campaign or we've got a couple of horses coming out of the Rosebud as well. We've also got the up-and-coming stakes for the three-year-olds at Rose Hill. And at Mooney Valley, the highlight there is the car line stakes with the rail out four metres. Let's cross our fingers and hope that track plays a lot better than it has in its first couple of time starts this campaign. Um, we'll go around the country and talk to all of our experts, Benny Said, Shane Curlio, Terry Layton and Heath Pope, straight after um, 10 o'clock as well. Corey Smith will preview the Meadows and Darren Carroll will take a look at Melton tonight as well. It's a big night in the Greyhounds, of course, with the Nationals there to be competed in Melbourne tonight. So it's a big show coming your way. This is winners thanks to Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota. Let's welcome in the team. First of all, Mickey Gannon live in Sydney. G'day, Mickey. Good morning, G. How are you, mate? I am well. And the captain of the ship, David Taggart, he never stops working on a Saturday. Hello to you, Tags. Hello, Coach. How are you? And Mickey, well. how are you? Hey, Tags. Um, how are you? Not bad, thank you. San Domenico Day, Tags. Rose Hill, rail out six metres. You want to be on horses up front, you would imagine. What yeah, you do you think get, of this you card? Want, you wouldn't want to get um, too far back. Uh, worse than midfield, I would assume. But anyway, time will tell. Um Cards are always tricky this time of year, especially with the three-year-olds resuming. Like, like there's races there today. I think they're fields of 12 and you've got 10 resuming. So yep. these are the two-year-olds coming back, young juveniles coming back as their three-year-olds. It's always hit and miss. You're not sure which ones are going forward, which ones haven't come up. So it's always play uh, safe. It's always worth playing safe, yep. if you ask me. They're, they're back in Corniche like it's unbeatable. Too. Well, it might just be. Cause, back Nash, get yeah, cash. James Cummings indicated to us on Thursday for Stable Mail there, Mickey, that Barber was going to probably come out because of the wide gate and he's such a really good fresh horse. They just didn't want to waste a run with him with having no uh, luck there from a wide gate. So it does set up beautifully for Cornice today. Oh, it certainly does, G. And you go back to its last start, victory, um, beating Shinzo. It's come out one of Golden Super. So <laughs> Form one stack up, two trials are enormous. Mm. Uh, it's it's a big, big player today. And they've got a wonderful record, the, the Blue Army fresh, so... Um, he does tick a few boxes, Corniche, but I've got one for you in that race, Tags. Mm -hmm. I reckon it's a real deal. I sat in that chair a few weeks ago with Andy Maher and Andrew Gaze, and they asked me for my top seven horses to follow for the Spring Carnival. And Kandinsky Abtrack was yeah. the seventh horse that I put in because my mail out of the the Waller camp is that he's going pretty well. Well, it's, it's Sunlight's little brother. Three million. He cost as much as um, you cost Hutchie to get over here. Yeah, exactly Three million dollars. Right. Yeah. Says who who's, has a better pay packet than me, but uh, yeah, no change out of the three mil was there? No, with him, um, he he won his maiden convincingly, tipped straight out. I oh, know it was only a maiden at Canterbury, but uh, I tell you what, he's 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 looking well done. He's yeah, won a recent trial and he trialed nicely. Mm. And his times that day suggested that he's a good horse there, Mickey. Yeah, quality galloper. G. The uh, big concern today will be where he gets to from. Barrier, what are we jumping from there? Barrier nine over the 1100 meters. So I suggest we're going to see uh, the best of Kadinsky abstract later in the preparation, but it'll be big red light after today's run, G. So what what horse are you playing in this race, Mickey Gannon? Uh, look, 
I find it really difficult. And and to be fair, I'd be better. I'd be rather just wait and watch because I think we'll learn a lot more for the spring. I think the instructor introducing probably have the race at their mercy in regards to a speed map. Uh, those are the, probably the two that will just get the best time of it out in front and make them all chase. If I had to have a bet at the price, I might have something introducing. But gee, I'm, I'm just not that keen at all, mate. Jesus, mm. been some go, Courtney. She's into three thirty yeah. pickle bet. Yeah. Do we follow it? Yeah, I think we do. No, we just got to follow the money. Um, the instructor five dollars introducing seven fifty. I know that Nick Ashman was keen on that horse there yesterday, and they're back Kandinsky abstract despite the draw. At $5.75. Mm. Untouchable legend. What do you think of this horse? I thought he was mighty. I know it was only midweek class, but before that he had no luck on a Saturday and he had some terrible draws to overcome. He gets gate one here at Rose Hill today. Is he over the price? $7 top two with pickle bet, $18 to win tags? Uh, I don't think he's over the price. He, he still got beaten four and a half first up behind Cabalus. He yep. got his maiden knocked over at Canterbury there. No, he's, it, I think this is a stretch too far for him in this race. What do you think of his effort there the other day, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, super impressive coming from back and wide at Canterbury. It's not easy to do that over 1,200 metres. Now they to drop back to 1,100 metres where they're going to be – he maybe ran off his feet. Barrier one is a massive plus because it's the shortest way home, 53 kilos, definite chance, G, but may just – I think maybe looking for 1,300, 1,400 metres. I was a bit surprised they come back to 1,100 metres. So mm. you're really interested to see what happens here. Yeah, good point. From 1,200 back to 1,100. And he and he, he sort of was back worse in midfield over the 1,200, yeah. wasn't he? So, well, he was back last, wasn't he? Yeah. They, they yeah. rode him cold yeah. from that bad gate, though. Well, they went forward and then he they strangled him back to last because mm. he couldn't get in. I, I could just hear Johnny Hawks. Who who rode that horse that day? Col- was it? Collett, Jason Collett. Jason Collett. Johnny Hawks is just ringing in his ear saying, "You not don't be three wide with with cat without cover." So he's dragged him all the way back to last, mm. and then he's gone Wooshka. I have weird dreams from time to time, Mickey Gannon. And I was in the early hours of this morning. I don't know what, like I know what kind of dream it was, but it was like um, um, Adrian Bott um, talking to the media just before the race, saying they're going to take a sit with um, the instructor. And introducing was going to lead. And we had, and I said, you can't do that, Adrian. Timmy Wilson's told us that he's going to go to the front today because that's the way they want to ride this horse. Um, I'll be fascinated to see what they do here with two front runners and tags as a jockey. So you've got the owners telling you, we want you to lead under all circumstances. Wouldn't be the owners. It'd be gay. Oh, so you don't listen. So you you don't listen to the owners. You listen to gay. You listen to the trainer. Do you really? Yep. Yeah. I would listen. I, that's how I like. I, I reckon that's a good debate. If I own the horse and I'm paying the bills. Now, if you own it outright and you like a Lloyd Williams and that, yes. Yes. But you talk to the trainer. But as what well. about if there's a syndicate like Mickey Gannon runs first light racing and he says, Tags, I'm the boss here. You, you, we're going to the front with this horse. Yeah, well, then you'd look at the trainer and go, Is that correct? Now, if, there's no trainer, <laughs> if there's no trainer there. You'd have to take him on his word. Yeah. Because you think he's he's just relying on a message from the trainer. So do you want to impress the trainer or the owners? Unless it's a big owner, I guess, you listen to their instructions. Oh, but the, the, mate, do you, did, listen did you? To, do you listen to some owners? Fair income. Like yeah. one of Cam Luke's friend, what, a month ago, at Drew Barrier 1, it was at Mooney Valley, it was gone at, down by the school, and the, one of the owners tweeted out, um, got stuck on the fence. Yeah, but sometimes... Are you going seriously? But it's such a professional business. A lot of these syndicators have got professional form analysts that are working for them, Tags. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's I, a, it's so a, I, 
So there's a jockey that's ridden multiple Group 1 winners, been around 10,000 times, and he's got to listen to a person that doesn't, has never ridden. Yeah, well, it's an interesting mm. debate here. I've I've poked the bear a little bit here, Mickey Gannon. Your thoughts? Like, owners that given jockeys instructions, yeah. they've got too big of egos. Well, yeah, well, you cop the sling. Yeah, that's, yeah, different. that's different. You're, <laughs> spot on, you're, you're spot on tag. Owners should know their place and stay in their lane. However, <laughs> if, you've got a big, if you've got a big form crew coming across, like uh, First Light Racing does with an opinion, and they do own the entire horse. I think they are very much entitled to um, tell Hippo how they want the horse ridden. But don't forget, you've got Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott with their opinions. Then you've got Hippo who's probably done the race himself. So there's opinions from everywhere. They'll jump and they'll probably ride the horse as it jumps. And I suspect the instructor will go to the front. Firestar, there is a bit of question about that horse. I'd be surprised if it actually does lead. And that would change the complexion of the race altogether because that'll allow Kanish to push even further up and give it a better chance. So big, big, big um, sort of, First hundred meters of this race, G. So, so you don't you don't think introducing a lead because it's drawn the inner gate? No, I think it'll rather lead. than yeah, and it'll the, the instructor will sit off it. Correct. They won't kill each other. They'll sit at they go no. like they do track work. But I think and the that... instructor's a better horse on the fence. Mm. So if he jumps well, like you'd want you'd want the hippo to cross him. But I can understand if they don't. No, no I don't think that'll happen. No. They'll ruin each other's chances. Well, if they that went, happens. Do you know what happened last time? Tags mm. is that because they were stable mates and they had that mindset, they just went too slow. So that can play against you. No, nah, I disagree, mate. Over an eleven hundred, if you're going too slow, that's an advantage. Yeah, well, I don't. Well, talking to Adrian Bott and the data there the other day, it allowed horses like Tis Invincible <clears throat> to get in the race and show a better turn of foot, where they have their their best asset. Those two horses, especially the instructor, is to get the other horses with a turn of foot off the bit a little earlier. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. When, over these sprint distances, you think it's an an advantage. Yeah, I think the some... slower you go, it, once you get up to the sixteen hundred further, yeah. yeah, it can it can um, undo you because you just haven't got that turn of foot. Yeah, they're still these sprinters are still able to utilise their turn of foot because they've done no work up front. Now I think they're just making an excuse. The winner was just too good. Oh, I think it's an interesting debate to have. Your thoughts on that, Mickey Gannon? You probably have a different philosophy than the, than the six time Group One winning jockey David Taggart. Yeah, I just thought the race last time, I think Tiz Invincible was clearly the horse with the best turn of foot. I don't really see a horse with a turn of foot in this race anywhere near as good as Tiz Invincible. So it's just yeah. a different race. It's got to be race by race every time, G. It can't just be 1,100 metres sprint, X happens. It's race by race, what horses are in it. Tiz Invincible, clearly best turn of foot. But Kandinsky Abstract could have the same, but it's just going to be, gee whiz, maybe four, five lengths off them at a turn. Probably a bit too much to do. I think you'll be winning today, Kandinsky Abstract, Tags. Mm. He's got this feeling. Yeah. Um, now, so the text is coming. Tags throwing Cam Luke under the bus. He's elite. Yeah. It was actually Cam that mentioned that part. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and we, we laughed because it, was, it wasn't Cam that said it. That horse stuck on the fence from barrier one. It was gone down the school. Cam couldn't believe it. He goes, no. this is what we got to deal with owners, you know, and owners don't know how to deliver instructions correctly either. A, they, don't, a, they haven't got the, I, they haven't I, got I the... understand that there's a difference in ownership. Like, um, there, there's people that like big city kits, like first light racing and the, and the like, they have pro punters that do their form yeah. for them. So they, they can have an opinion on how they, they want their horses to, to be ridden. And they've yeah. got full right to do that. But if it's just like a group of 20 blokes with 5% yeah. and Gareth Hall walks into the yard and says, Hey, listen here, Frosty mm. lady, I want you to go back. Um, he would just look at me and go, Nick off Gareth. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've drawn barrier two. Yeah. 
Oh, but you I don't want me to utilise it. No, <laughs> but you know what I mean. There, there are some people that yep. do. Not many owners spoke to me about instructions, and as I said, they don't even know how to deliver the instructions yeah. correctly. So, would you like wearing a share and a horse together? You win our share with the the done deal filly with the Giddy Up Syndicate, Mickey Gannon. Absolutely. Yeah. So tags. Would you give the? Would you be giving the jockey instructions? Hundred percent. There'll be instructions everywhere. You've would have to, Well, JD, Benny, mate, <laughs> that'd be terrific content. No, wait. you're already blowing up because we paid up for the golden slipper. Oh, what about that? Yeah. What an out of waste of four hundred. <laughs> you got a dream. What about it? Twenty dollars I've just burned. Give me five percent. What about the up and coming? <laughs> We've got Tom Kitten at twelve dollars. Cafe Millennium at nineteen. Cabalus, you're still on. You're talking about kittens. Do you want to go tonight after work? No, no. Data's no. <laughs> listening to this show. So she can come. Yeah. Cabalus is at 3.20. Kintai at 14. Uh, Momway at $9.50. Then we've got NCAP at $12. Ducassi at $10. Griff at um, $9. I've got that in the quaddy, Griff. Yes. Mm. It was a good run the other day. Mm. How do you pronounce the 11? Because I, I was listening to a few shows this week and everyone has got a different way to pronounce this horse. Les Vampires? Oh, Les Vampires. Le... I, I declared it the other day when it won. It was my best. It's at $3.80. Yeah, I've left it out of the quaddy though. Have you? Yeah. I think it's a speedy squib, I think. Uh... It's mapped perfectly rail out six metres at Rose Hill. Tags. Yeah, yeah. Might have to throw it in again, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you might. I'm, I'm interested throw it in, in tags. Throw it in. No, nah, I'm interested in the six, Ducassi. Yeah. Mickey? Yeah, I agree with you there. Mm. I, had it, I had it marked closer to sort of, it was about $6.80 yeah. to $11. I had a third pick, and I think it's a big, big chance. Uh, but I think. Barrier uh, one might be against it, Mick. Yeah, I think the key to this race, mate, is Cabulous. If J-Mac can somehow sit within. Let's call it two lengths on on the home turn. I think Cabulous will be winning the race. But if it's luckless, and it was, and it was slow out last start, and I heard J-Mac talk earlier this week saying it's just, he's just a big lump of a horse. Yeah. He's, he's hard to control. If, if he's not within two lengths, gee whiz, I don't know what we do. And just with that, hey, I'll, I'll get your assessment on the markets as well for those two races, Mickey, and see how you think they'll play towards the back end of the day when we get close to the race time. But... There's been a few. I've heard you throughout the the last couple of days, Tags. You haven't you haven't missed J Mac saying it wasn't one of his better rides on Cabalus when he had no luck. No, no, I only sort of half mentioned it this morning, but yeah. he, he was in behind. No, no, he, I saw the race. Yes, no, nothing he could do. You're no. in behind him. But where's he? What was he meant so, to do? With a horse like that, he says it's just like he's got to get him to jump right. So you talk us through what he'll be going through on race day with that horse today, with horses that are just new that had that bad experience the other day. Yeah, well, some like, like a lot of horses will jump all right, but then they haven't got that gate speed. They they take that three or four um, strides to get in the stride. Yeah. So next thing they're automatically a length behind the on paces straight away that that are naturally ping and ping yeah. the lids and, and put themselves there. Sorry, I'm getting a bit croaky. <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah, all right. Yeah, be... I'm all right. No, it's sweet. But you can only ride them how you find them, and that's yep. the thing too. And J Mac put him in a position well. He drew an inside gate as well. He had nowhere else to go, and you just can't climb over the top of him. Yeah. That's not a slaughter. A no. slaughter is when you're four and five deep, no cover, go off early in that. Yeah, from gate yeah, three. You're yeah. three, you're three they're, wide they're the, cover. They're the slaughters. Having no luck, it's it's just, just, that's just racing. It's just racing. Yeah. Um, what do you think this market will do in this race here, Mickey Gannon? 
Yeah, I think if, if we see a reasonably fair track throughout the day over the 1,300 metres, I think they'll come for Cabulous. I uh, have no doubt. Yep. It'll probably start closer to $3. And I think if the fairer the track is, the more you'll see Lee Van Peer, uh drift. Yeah. So what price do you think I'll get Kandinsky Ab tracked in the San Domenico? Do I wait? Yeah, I'll, I think it's pretty solid around the $6 mark, G. Yeah. You know, I'd take it now. I don't think you're going to get much better than it. Surely uh, called, you're bullish, look. aren't you? Yeah, I surely Cordesius is rock bottom now, around that 3 Kodesh, mark. on the way out, on the yeah. way out already. So it got down to about $3.50 and now back out to $3.80. Yeah. If you look deep, you'll probably get four twenty. Yeah, right. I just backed it at three seventy into three sixty. Uh, yeah, because it's your money. It's the taxes' money. No, the bookies react. They uh, see my D-tag fifty dollars ain't going to move. No, they see D tag. It doesn't matter about the the amount you put on. It's the it's not what, the size. It's, it's what's, what kind of judge you are. Yeah. The, the traders, the bells start ring, ding, ding, ding. D tag it is back. This horse, firm it in. Um, goes the opposite for me. Um, let's take a break. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six to join our conversation on winners here. Few text messages coming through. Owners pay the bills. That's is why you pay trainers for otherwise trainers. Bloody thing yourself, exactly, Pat. Yeah, what well I'm Pat. Now, now you last Saturday we went to the Country Racing Awards before we go to the break, yep. and you're talking about how your tips blow out in the market. Mick, what about this? It was loud. The music was playing. Gareth said, well, "I couldn't hear him." He goes, "Just pass me his phone." I passed me. I passed him my phone. Next thing, he's emptied out my betting account on this trotter at a dollar eighty. I went, "You're kidding me, aren't you?" Got taken on all the way, but at one by fifteen. He's good, Jay. He's good. <laughs> emptied out my you, account, you and can, there was a good bit of money lie. in it too. I was crapping myself. You can put some mayonnaise on the story. Tag it. We'll take a break. It's nine twenty-one, Gareth. Oh, you were you were dancing there, drinking. What were you drinking? I wasn't. I Margaritas. Was thinking, nah, the tutti fruit. The yeah, fruit tingles. Fr- yeah, yeah, the fruit, the fruit tingles. tingles. 9.21, we'll take I a break. I had a purple tongue. <laughs> we'll come back with plenty more straight after this. Winners on this Saturday morning, Gareth Hall, the captain, David Taggart, and Mickey Gaddon live in Sydney with you on this Saturday morning, all thanks to Picklebet. Get an extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting, Kilmore Toyota, stocking Toyota pre-owned certified vehicles. Now, Mickey Gaddon's just got a message through from our great mate, Anthony Manton, superstar race caller. At the request of owners, the correct pronunciation is Lay Von Pierre. Lay Von Pierre. Yeah, Lay Von Pierre. Would that be right? Did I get that right there, Mickey? Spot on, Jay, and it's good to hear Manto's listening in on a Saturday morning as well. Yes. Oui, oui. Lay Von Pierre. I don't think anyone got close then. I know. I think if we could go back, we'd get Ollie to go back. I think it wasn't far away, Jay. Yeah, Levon Pierre. I tell you oh, what, it took me four days. I tell you what, if you were a bookmaker today, you would just be lapping up the market there with Pickle Bat in that last race when you've got a horse like Piney River Tags mm. as a 235 yeah, favourite. It is a milk drinker. Isn't yeah. It? And, and you've got to take 235. Like, how bad's this race then? Yeah. Um, when you're talking about. That what race are we up That's to? That's the last race. Yeah, race ten. Yeah, my my little buddy Cuban Royale's in the toppy. Remember he won first yeah, up. Yeah, nineteen dollars yeah, seven fifty. But um, I know Pioneer River. He makes his way up the highway. He was six weeks between runs last start, and he was only half length off Benedetta. Yeah, right? I know, but that I know was Benedetta's straight, got yeah. more improvement in her. I get that, but six weeks between runs. But you're right. I can't be taking the two, the six to four about it. No, you can't. I'm I don't know I'm happy you... to wear the egg on the face here, G, but Rose Hill, 1,200 metres, this is just a completely different setup to what you see Flemington, Ranwick, 
um, previous peaks in the past. This is a difficult circuit to get around. I know you got J Mac, but two dollars fifty, please. Yeah. Yeah. How are they still betting seventeen dollars kabling? Yeah, that's disrespectful. You've been tipping it since Thursday. Should be it should be ten dollars by now. It it was enormous. It went out on a career peak. It's come back with two good trials. Draws barrier five. Gets Kieran McAvoy. He's in some good form now. Gee whiz, that's a big price. I'll give you a horse each way in that race. Brosnan. Now, it's been gelded. Sterling Alexio said this horse has come back a lot sharper than he had in previous mm. preparations. He was a little bit he was a little bit like you, Tags. You just didn't know what you were going to get. He was on fire, and then he would just, like, bomb out. So I reckon Brosnan being gelded. Um, a bit short for him, though, the 1,200. Yeah, but I think he might be a bit sharper at $11. Yeah. He'll need to be sharper from Barry and Iron because he'll be spotting them a good four or five lengths at the 300. But he's a quality galloper, G, and he's uh, had the ultimate uh, gear change. So I think 1,400 metres second up could be Brosnan's go. What about the second last there? You've got horses like Spangler at 480, Glint of Silver at $4.60, uh, Veronelli at $6.25. That's had some good backing. What's your opinion there, Mickey Gannon? Sometimes they just fall on your lap here, G, and I found probably what has now become the best bet of the day, number Seriously? 13, political, yeah, political debate. debate. Yeah. Huge, huge price. So Kathy O'Hara was aboard last start. The horse sort of fell back in its lap, lost a couple of lengths up to 1,400 metres today. And Sorry, it finished off really well. Up to 1,400 metres today, Kieran, Barrier 6. Gee whiz, that's a big, big price. These, these are just a bunch of numbers and line chases here, and I think political debate just gets sits behind a hot speed and Finish over the top, $10, G, great bet. I'll just put something on it, Mick, because of that. It's in my yep. quaddy, and I don't really like the race. Yeah, nine fifty four sixty pickle bet, top two, 290, top three. I like the play there. So that's races nine and 10. Um, what price do you reckon? Will there be any changes in that market there in the ninth race? Do you reckon they'll come for political debate there, Mickey? Should we take the nine fifty now? Take it. They have to come for it, G. Yeah. I got it. I've got it marked closer to five eighty. I think wow. it'll start maybe closer to seven dollars, wow. so yeah. six seven dollars. She's a back cool die. Um, she's into two twenty now. That's probably rock bottom for her. She was off her head. Sterling Alexio told us before her first up assignment. She never really. She's never done that before. She just mm. didn't want to have the saddle on her. Um, she was. A, she was a handful to get into the parade ring. Then she was a handful going to the gates, and then she got too keen in the early stages of that race where she just went down. So under those circumstances, when you listen to Sterling mention that, it was a good effort. She's second up here, Tags. Hopefully that didn't take too much out of her first up, however. Um, are you backing her at 220? No. Who are you with? No. What race did you right, say that This was? is Cool Die. That's race number six on the program. No, yeah. I was going to mention um, – you're talking about the Ryan Alexio runner in race yeah. five, Smashing Eagle. Oh, yes. If someone's off the text. Yep. Yeah. No one's mentioned it. Are you backing it? Uh, you know what? I haven't done form for races three, four, and five. I was going to go home and do it yep. tonight, uh, I re- today. I reckon, Mickey Gannon, that Sterling Alessio is probably leading towards Smashing Eagle is a better chance than Cool mm. Die today, and you're getting a far better price. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I tell you what, though, like, I'm not a big fan of. The old I called I, you know, turned it up last start in the mountain yard. You know, she'll come back bigger and better today. What happens if she turns it up again? You've got to take two dollars twenty-five. She turns it up again, she'll be out out the door. I think how good you are as a horse on the up and the up. So by so you think, 
really talented mare that just ran them into the ground last start, beat a horse called Prince of Pesa, who's come out and won mm. two since, including one in Saturday grade. Get Timmy Clark aboard, 54 and a half kilos, rolls forward, dictates terms, and I think this is his horse has got an abundance of upside. Stupid price, three dollars forty. I think it'll be winning the race too. You've got confidence there, Mickey at Rose Hill today. We'll just go through your best once again. And is there any buys and sells with the markets early doors? Um, is we just after nine thirty-two now? Yeah, I think the two horses I'll be buying will be political debate and how good are you? Yeah. And um, yeah, well, happy to sell Call Die. Just simply, I just can't can't believe that. It's yep. two dollars twenty. It looks ludicrous. Um, mm. In regards to best bets, G, I think political debates probably become the best bet of the day. Race nine, number thirteen, you get wow. here in that nine ten dollar mark. It's fantastic, and I think race six, number ten, how good are you? Uh, should get the job done as well, mate. Well, if political debate wins, you'll be very good. Yeah, um, Tags, 100%. what are you thinking today? At Rose Hill, have you got a special? I think Wine Glass Bay. Uh, I've still got three or four races to finish there, the middle of the meetings. But I think Wine Glass Bay in race two is a good thing, isn't it? What do you think? Won't yeah. have to do any work or box seat. Won't have to do any work. And uh, ticks, all the, ticks all the boxes. It does. It? I know I it's only six to four, but I think it wins. It ticks all the boxes. I think you got too much caviar going forward. Had a chat with Beery, uh, my man Beery, yesterday, and we're going to roll forward on Scarlet Prince and hopefully sit box seat. There's $101, they bet, into $13 now. So a little bit of a cheer for us there, G. Mm. Uh, but I think Wine Glass Bay you know, should get the job done. My question, my query is... You're not one of, of those formats. Like, like what about you? He's, he's working as a consultant to Mitchie Beer, and now he's taking the owner's 100 to 1 price. Was that you? <laughs> no, I got on after I got on after Beer. I said, are you on, son? <laughs> there you go. So don't, <laughs> Please. don't blame you. But then. anyway, back to you, Tags. What else you got, mate? Wine Glass Bay, anything else? Um at Mooney Valley, Hennessy lads, my hey, best. Hey, we're doing Mooney Valley after the break. Are we? I've got one for hey, boys, you. Got you do you know I have to go sorry, home and do some sorry, form and rearranges, yeah, mate? 10 o'clock. We're doing the form for you. This is like a free tutorial. Um, what was that, Mickey? What about race three, number five, Fajita Sam? No, I was Dude, about to a... declare it. I think it's oh, the bet of the man. day. Um, barrier three, bet. second up. I think it'll beat Marquez. Like, I, I was Agreed. listening to James Cummings the other day. I like... I think he's better over a trip, that horse. Second up, I prefer to be on Fujita Sand um, second up. I think he's a better horse. 675, 310, top two. Well, I, make, thought, the, I it, thought the push would be J-Mac because he could have ridden Grace Alice, do I? Yeah, well, I'm right. just I'm telling you, Fujita Sand, make that your That's best of the day. Priscilla Stater, absolute yeah. cat, that horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he jumps off it to ride Marquez, so... That, that's the push mm. for me, see. So. All right, then. Hey, we're going to take this break, Gareth. Les Vampires is a French movie about a journalist and a police officer stopping an underground gang. Wow. Um, it's not a fe- female's erotic journey from Paris to Minx, though, Tags. Yes, yes. So, that's, Rochelle, yes. that's Rochelle Rochelle. Yes, all over the, the Godolphin. The understrange erotic journey from Alarm all, to Minx. All over the Godolphin <laughs> gowning in the third boys, which is Marquess. I uh, love the show. Sorry, Jess. Have Fajita San Marquez Quinella there today at Rose Hill. We'll take a break. In fact, we'll take the news, then we'll come back with our best bets and a look at Mooney Valley today.